Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, for this Nintendo News Minute. Before we jump into this, I want to let you guys know that if you want to pick up some one-shot energy chews, you can head on over to oneshotenergy.com. And uh, use coupon code N64JOSH to save 10% on your purchase. And if you have yet to check out the voice drops, if you do any kind of podcasting, streaming, singing, speaking, anything, go and check these things out. I think you'll really like them. I think your your throat will thank you. Again, oneshotenergy.com. Use coupon code N64JOSH. Now, jumping into the news here, we're starting with a rumor. Run NintendoLife.com. It says more Switch 2 rumors surface in the new exclusive, in quotations, uh, from routers. It says expected in 2024 and likely to include a custom chip. So I'm just going to get right to the, the, the little blurb. There's like two sentences that, that mentioned Nintendo's next console. It says Nintendo's current Switch handheld console already includes NVIDIA's Tegra X1 chip and a new version of the Switch console expected this year is likely to include uh, an NVIDIA custom design, one source said. So um, in, this, in, the, in this article... Nintendo Life does a good job of kind of just summing it up. And it says, according to this news agency, NVIDIA is currently building a new business unit specializing in designing bespoke chips for hardware firms with its source claiming the tech giant has crafted a custom design for Nintendo's next generation handheld system. The last thing worth noting here, uh, Nintendo, as you might have already guessed, declined to comment on this latest report. Although, once again, the links to NVIDIA and estimated launch window aren't a surprise given previous rumors. This essentially reaffirms existing reports for multiple other outlets. Last month, Bloomberg also reported that the new Nintendo hardware would ship in 2024, with analysts suggesting it would feature an 8 inch LCD screen. You can catch up on all the Switch 2 rumors right here on NPC and of course over on Nintendo life as well. If you guys are looking to do some, uh, do some reading, but uh, it, it's such an interesting time, right? Because this, this show is turning, is turning seven years old next week. And we started when the switch was announced and there were 
there were rumors and things like this. And, and I've been, I've been covering gaming news for, I mean, 10 plus years, probably longer. And I don't seem to remember as much news. And I, I use the word lightly, right? Like, like it's cause it's not, it's not exactly news. If we're just talking about rumors, but, but it's like, everybody wants this, uh, the, the Google space, if you will, for the switch to, right. They want those, they want to rank for those keywords. And we're just seeing so many articles and so many different outlets talking about switch to it's just, it's such an interesting time. And you know, you, we don't see a lot of comments from Nintendo, like outright denying things, which I get it. I mean, it makes sense if they, you know, no comment is probably just the best, the best uh, option for them, but, but still like, they 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 don't like completely deny things either and they've kind of mentioned the next console as well it's just there's it's such an interesting time and you know they've talked about how they're going to do things a little different with the launch of this console versus the launch of of others and and what does that mean exactly and how are they rethinking that that business strategy there's there's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting time like Part of me wonders if we don't see the switch being supported for another two to three years, like, like you guys have heard me mention. And uh, maybe, maybe games kind of go the route of the new, you know, like the new 3DS and the uh, the way that th- those games only worked on the new 3DS, like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles and Minecraft and the Super Nintendo games, right? It only worked on the new system. If we don't see something maybe that way where there are some exclusive to the new to the new switch but not n- not all games are going to be exclusive i mean it's not too different than what we saw with the playstation with the ps5 and the ps4 it's not completely um uh, unheard of it's just going to be a very interesting time the last thing you know w- that that I want to touch on is just the, the, the eight inch LCD screen. And I saw a tweet from IGN today asking if we, if we, if they think games are going to look worse because it's a, because it's an LCD screen. And I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just some of these, some of these articles, some of these, these questions that are coming from these big outlets, like they're, they're not going to be as bright. Like, I don't know that it's going to overall affect the, I'm, I'm expecting the games to look better. It just wouldn't be as bright. Maybe not have as, as, uh, the, the, the blacks on the, uh, you know, won't be quite as black on the, on the screen. But other than that, I would anticipate they still look, they still look pretty good. So it's just, it's, it's interesting to see, uh, how, how all these outlets are, are covering this and, and the things that they're coming up with and putting out just to get, just to get articles out there. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting time that, that is for sure. Moving right along the, uh, the switch is getting another N64 inspired platformer and the game is called cavern of dreams. And I'm going to go ahead and watch the trailer here and, uh, just take a look. Now it looks very donkey Kong 64. Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Spyro and Banjo-Kazooie get the successor they deserve. That's one of the quotes for this game. It really does. This is interesting to see a company go to the lengths to create a game that looks like a Nintendo 64 game when 
more often than not, the conversation is that N64 games haven't aged well. They, they don't look that good. And I get it, but this, you know, there's a bunch of different quotes on here just saying like, this game is a, is a, is a blast from the past and uh, a charming Nintendo 64 platformer with plenty of heart from, from well-played it, it looks, it looks pretty fantastic, honestly. And if you, you know, if you, if you took the risk on Banjo and enjoyed Banjo, you know, going outside of the norm of like Mario 64, this, this looks like it could be a fantastic title, honestly. And, uh, uh, and it, it's, and it's like 64 plus, let's say, you know, um, it looks like it's going to be launching on the 24th or the 29th. I'll get the exact date here from the article here. Uh, let's see. Uh, look, yeah. So it's coming out on the 29th of 2024. So there we go. And, uh, the article from Nintendo life says the fans, fans of platformers like Banjo Kazooie and Spyro the dragon are in for a treat later this month as super rare games and benign studios are bringing a charming new N64 inspired platformer to the switch. Uh, cavern of dreams takes place in a low, uh, takes the classic lo-fi visuals of N64 platformers to provide a new yet familiar take on the genre in which you star as Flynn, a cute dragon on a quest to rescue his unhatched buddies. Yeah, that sounds pretty familiar to fans of Spyro, which I have not played Spyro. So I have, I have no, I have no clue as far as that goes. This is featuring four unique areas, all linked to a central hub. Cavern of dreams is jam packed with secrets and collectibles with new power-ups to unlock as you make your way through the game. Despite the somewhat overly familiar premise, we love the environment showcased in the trailer, and it's just oozing with a 90s charm from start to finish. Definitely one to keep an eye on. And that's no joke. It go and watch the trailer if you're if if you if you haven't seen it yet, it looks it looks it looks pretty fantastic, honestly. And uh definitely something worth worth checking out. So that is that is Cavern of of dreams and uh, again coming out the end of this month on the 29th so this is kind of fun just a little little random note here but it says make valentine's day extra sweet with a downloadable princess peach showtime card so valentine's day is right around the corner and uh nintendo nintendo put out a tweet nintendo uk says valentine's day is almost here Put your special someone center stage with these Princess Peach Showtime cards. Download and print yours here. And uh, you've got you've got Howdy Partner. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and open the tweet up. Let's let's go check it out here, so we can see each of the pictures. So we've got Howdy Partner featuring Peach in her cowboy outfit, um, which also has horns on the hat. So I wonder if there's gonna be some cool moves tied to that. Um, you've got you 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 sneaked into my heart with her as a ninja. Okay. You bake my day, uh, with her as a, as a baker and I get a kick out of you well, she's doing, uh, she's doing some karate there. So, um, kind of just fun little cards that you can print and, uh, and, and send to, to you, to your loved ones, if you will, uh, or just a uh, screenshot them and post them up on your, on your Instagram so that, uh, so that you can show them off to more people. Uh, but it's on Nintendo UK's Twitter. If you want to, if you want to take a look at them and they're, they're pretty fantastic, but I, I mean, this game is still, it's kind of an enigma to me. I I'm not really sure what we're, what, what to expect with it. I I'm, I'm keeping my expectations high because it's Nintendo, but they've really not shared too much. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully we, we learn, we learn something soon. And uh, there is, there is the rumor that there is going to be a direct on Thursday. 
the the fifteenth. So that that may be the case. And I'm gonna do another whole episode about it probably tomorrow, just talking about everything that's going on with Xbox. And there is a possibility that Nintendo announces during this, you know, rumored direct more Xbox games. And if that's the case, Xbox is then doing a podcast later that day on the 15th, talking about their new business plans, which they may be referencing this direct that uh, is going to be talked um, that that could very well mention uh, Xbox games coming first party Xbox games coming to the switch, mainly hi-fi rush um, and sea of thieves are the, are the ones that, that really are on, on uh, people's minds. But I was thinking about today and like halo, would also be a great choice for the the PlayStation and and even possibly the Switch. I don't know if it's possible with the computing power of the Switch. Maybe maybe there's uh, something they could do cloud based or whatever. But I know not a lot of people are huge fans of that, and especially when it comes to an online shooter like that. I don't know that that would be that would be the most fun and you know having to worry about like is you know how's my connection and all that. So I'm not sure where they would go there. We're going to talk about it in a whole other episode, but uh, there's, there's definitely plenty to talk about on that front. Nihon Falcom's original Yeez RPG arrives on Switch this week. So this is, this is when I saw this, it really caught my attention. Now I don't have a lot of history or, or really any history with, with Yeez and uh, it's just YS for those of you that maybe are like, what is he, what are you even saying? Or what are you talking about? I did pick this up on switch after Xenoblade and did I, you know, like most of the games I pick up on switch, I plan on playing them, but um, have yet to get to have yet to get a hold of them. But this one on Thursday, um, you're going to have a chance to play the original Yeez. um, And it's the original PC 8801 version of uh, of the rpg is set to launch uh, again on the 15th of february and uh so it's kind of like it's one of those preservation things one of those things that's like and of course there's a very good chance that this game is on steam something along those lines as well but it's old school looking you guys like this is this is very very old school looking like uh so this is this this action RPG released by Nihon Falcom in 1987. Players take on the role of Adol Kristen, uh, a red-haired adventurer, as he embarks on a journey to seek the six books of Yeez. At the time of its release, the PC gaming industry was saturated with challenging RPGs. However, Nihon Falcom took a different approach with this game, releasing it with the concept of now. It is the era to bring kindness to RPGs, aiming to create an RPG that everyone could enjoy. The game features clever, clever level-up settings that eliminate the hassle of grinding for experience points, the removal of unreasonable traps and agile characters that move smoothly. With numerous thoughtful design choices, the game can be enjoyed comfortably. And this is not an exaggeration to say that it is filled with kindness, as the tagline suggests. So... It's it's going to be coming out for like under seven dollars. So if you're if you're looking for kind of a, a you know a like a little bit of comfort food in a in a classic RPG that maybe you've yet to experience because it was it was on PC and you you're like me and you mainly played on consoles, it might be it might be a good one to pick up. I think I'm going to add it to my collection just so that I can uh, 
just just so that I can I can say that I experienced it and have there's there's quite a few what I like to consider pretty historic titles on my Switch, and I I, I love seeing them in that library whether I get to them or not. This is a little bit sad. Mojo Nixon, musician and 1993 Mario movie actor, has passed away. And he was 66 years old. So taking a look at the. Uh, there's some some tweets. You've got Stephen King here saying, sorry as hell to hear that Mojo Nixon has gone to the great roundup. He was the country music wild man who brightened my afternoons on Outlaw Country. Um, Dave Moody says, Major Nixon died yesterday. He was part of our XM, SXM NASCAR radio family uh, from from the day one until last year when he decided to downshift and take life a bit easier. Like the man himself, his show was wild, zany, and unpredictable. Um, there is nobody quite like Mojo. Rest in peace, my friend. Um, there's one more tweet here that has a little more to do with the Mario Brothers movie. It says, um, from this at one Godzilla fan, it says, I know very little about Mojo Nixon, except he played Toad in the Super Mario Brothers movie from the 90s. And that's enough for me. Rest in peace, you absolute legend. So um of course we send our condolences to to his family and uh just kind of cool to see um that that he can be remembered for so many so many different things including playing toad in the uh in this 1990s super mario brothers movie this you guys is so random and it's even titled random on the on nintendo life it is it is extremely random. Super Mario Brothers Sunshine's mysterious language has been translated. Okay. Now there's a there's a YouTube video that you can check out, and it, and it says uh Mario Sunshine's mysterious text. Okay. And um if you guys remember playing sunshine, there were, there was these signs with all these kind of just scribbles on them and like fish. And you know, it, it was kind of tough to even see what they were. Here's what the article says. Do you remember these mysterious swirly language dotted around super Mario sunshine's Isle Delfino? Probably not. And that's okay. This is a 20 year old game after all, but that hasn't stopped one YouTuber from the channel to see Phoenix from digging in a little further. Yes, if you hadn't guessed it by now, the language has been translated. This was no easy feat. The Delphonic language, as dubbed by 2C Phoenix, is pretty hard to come across, uh, come by across Isle Delfino. It can only be found in three sunshine levels, where it is often blown up to the point of illegibility, illegibility, or obscured by some other object. In short, you're not going to pick it up and be immersed by the island's culture. And so, 2C Phoenix made a cipher, having established one Delphonic word by cross-referencing it with uh, Pina Park's in-game brochure map. The quest to find the other letters of the alphabet was underway. In the video above, you can watch the YouTuber's linguistic odyssey from the humble beginnings of the five-letter translations to decoding the entire alphabet. 2C Phoenix unpacks just about every example of Dolphic in the game and brings it to English, Italian, and even Japanese. Who's going to be first to get a live, laugh, love Dolphic tattoo? 
<laughs> that is that is a great question. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little bit of the video on here and just kind of just I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead and uh, see if we can glean anything from it. But how how I honestly I kind of love this stuff where like these Easter eggs are being found, you know, so many so many years later, and and he's he, he's going through, you know. All these different, all these different uh, areas in the game to find to find some of these uh, these different these different letters and and what they what they actually are and how they can be deciphered and it's kind of a fun video. So if you guys want to get into it again, it's Two C Phoenix Mario Sunshine's mis- mysterious text. So if you want to go check it out, it seems to be very well done and. Uh, and I, I kind of want to dig into it more um, after this is over and just see what what some of these what some of these uh, different different signs meant. So, okay, well, lastly, we are going to be taking a look here. There's one one other news article that I wanted to grab, and that is. Uh, if, if you guys were watching the Super Bowl, it's not really Nintendo, completely Nintendo related, but um, the Knuckles spinoff show and trailer smashes Paramount Plus viewership records. So jumping into the, the article here, it says the Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie has broken all sorts of box office records so far, and it looks like Paramount could have another huge hit on its hands with the upcoming six episode streaming event. Knuckles due out on the 26th of April. According to Collider, the trailer of the new series featuring the voice of Idris Elba has already smashed viewership records for Paramount Plus across all platforms, trending across both social media and YouTube. Exact figures were not provided. Um, this series is all about Knuckles getting uh, to grips with suburban life after saving the day alongside Sonic and Tails in the second Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 2. In the second movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It also features the return of a few familiar faces, including Wade, Adam Pally, and uh, Maddie, let's see, Wachowski, Tika Sumter. Jeff Fowler, who has also led the movie as a director, has also returned for the first episode of Knuckles to make sure it gets off to a good start. He's also busy with the upcoming uh, film, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, due out later this year on the 20th of December. So cool to see, cool to see that um, that Knuckles is doing so, uh, uh, is drawing so much attention. Like, it's it's very, very cool. So Oh, they just they just put out another article here guys that has to do with um it has to do with with Microsoft it says Xbox exclusives Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment reportedly coming to rival consoles so i mean we've been this is just 56 minutes 56 minutes ago around the like shortly before I started recording. So the article reads rumors have been circulated recently about Microsoft potentially bringing select games to competitor platforms. And Xbox has now confirmed its business update will take place this Thursday. Along with this, a new report from the verge now claims the first two Xbox exclusives appearing on rival platforms post acquisition will be the Tango Gameworks title Hi-Fi Rush and Obsidian Entertainment's Pentiment. Additionally, Rare Sea of Thieves game is expected to follow at a later date, and more is also under consideration. Uh, 
Uh, from the Verge article, it says, Sources familiar with Microsoft's plans tell The Verge that the company is getting ready to launch a select number of Xbox games on PS5 and Nintendo Switch. Again, guys, to me, this... This tells me that we are going to be seeing a direct on Thursday. I don't know if there's any way around it at this point. And I could be wrong, but it's it's really the direction I'm heading. And I just watched Johnny lick a Switch cartridge because he was wrong about last week not <laughs> having a Nintendo uh, Nintendo Direct. So here we go. Some more sources familiar with Microsoft uh, plans. Um, with Microsoft's plans, tell The Verge the company is getting ready to launch select number of Xbox games on PS5 and Nintendo Switch. And... Uh, um, again, the uh, uh, Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment, according to sources, Microsoft is currently planning to launch Sea of Thieves on non-Xbox platforms, Xbox platforms later this year, with other first-party titles under consideration. I mean, you guys, the internet has been going crazy. I don't know if you guys spend a lot of time on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it these days, but they've been going nuts, especially the Xbox fan base. Like they've been going crazy, just like you know, the amount of betrayal that some of these, some of these guys feel like it's, it's wild to me. Um, the, the amount of emotions and stuff tied to, um, tied to this, but they're, it's definitely there. And, uh, we're going to talk more about it in a whole, in a whole other episode, but there's, there's more and more evidence pointing to this. And I think pointing to our direct on Thursday, that's what it's really leading me to think that, that Microsoft is, is, really close to like announcing Nintendo's next direct based on the fact that they're doing this Thursday. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe they come out, um, Thursday after, after the direct happens Wednesday, maybe that's also a possibility. I'm not sure. And we're going to dig into it uh, a little bit more in another episode, but that is going to do it for this Nintendo news minute. Thank you guys so much for listening and, uh, we will see you in the next one. Bye now. 